Show me the news. And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's Show Me the News. Welcome to Show Me Your News, the pinnacle for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you. Rumor-filled gossip, hardware blunders, or upcoming releases. If it relates to video games, we want to talk about it. I am Yoko. And I'm the Buzzsaw. Our top stories today for this episode 83 on Sunday, March 27th. That's right, 3DS Day. Oh man, can you feel the excitement in the air? In just a few days, 2011 will be... A quarter over. Can you believe that? That is messed up. This year just started, and we're already we're already burning right through it. Time flies when you're having fun, I guess. Yeah. Anyhow, uh, a game that you know keeps getting delayed and delayed over and over again gets delayed one more time. And that's mm-hmm. a little extreme compared to what we're used to as Super Smash Brothers Brawl. We've got some hacking headlines this week about a. a um, a hacker who's under duress, he leaves the country. Well, why would he do that? And uh, our the latest uh, handheld has given us some warnings about if you decide to hack your system. Um, we're getting some more HD reworks for PlayStation, and where does it all end? And what do we want to see next? Um, recently, there's a breakdown of the gaming ratings from the ESRB from the past year. We'll tell you how the percentages broke down and if that surprises us in any way. And also the hilarity of this week, a thief gets pwned. That's all we need to say. Uh, out recently, aside from 3DS's Homefront and the Big In, we were going to have the episode yesterday, but we had to delay it 24 hours in a last-minute sort of rush, and uh, we were going to talk about 3DS hype. We'll still kind of talk about the hype, but I have my uh, 3DS. Buzz got to try the 3DS, Woo-hoo! so you will want to hear his impressions on that. And if he has one already, oh ho! Dun dun dun! I don't. Oh, <laughs> you're killing the suspense there. And then we'll Sorry. Have, we'll have mail time, and we'll wrap up. It'll be a quick, fun show. So, Buzz, as we ask every week, what are you playing? What am I playing? Uh, not Borderlands. Still shocking. Wow. I know this is like the what fourth straight episode, something like oh, that. It's- the longest drought I've ever had. It's just, I don't know, I've been occupied by other games. It's just, it's just what happens. Wow. Yeah, Sugar's been playing more than I have, ironically. She's been playing online. Um, I've still been playing more StarCraft 2, because ever since I bought it, you know, my cousin and my friends, we all jump on Skype and have big old sessions mm-hmm. whenever we can. So big old land, well, not, not land parties. Because <laughs> it doesn't Internet have land parties. parties. Game parties. StarCraft sure. Whatever, yeah, I don't know. Works. We're all at home in our respective locations, and we're playing over headsets. <laughs> it's, a, it's a land party in spirit. Rest in peace, land parties. Anyway. Um, Sorry. <laughs> uh, so, besides StarCraft, I played Mario 2. Uh, Sugar mm. and I sat down to play Mario 3, because I just bought the, uh, the Wii 25th oh, Anniversary the All-Stars, yeah. Yeah, and... 
Um, I, we sat down to play three because that's our favorite. But just like we we were doing the first world, and I just kind of got this itch. I was like, hey, we haven't played two in a long time. I kind of want to play it. And I was like, you want to play two? And she's like, yeah. And so we just saved our game and quit out and started number two. Um, it's harder than I remember. It's it's a crazy crazy game. Yeah. You know, and it's all about running around, picking up little plants and throwing them at creatures and jumping on Birdo's eggs while it's yeah. flying in midair and picking yeah, it up. That's where and... Birdo came from. That's 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 where it all started. And mm-hmm. anyway, yeah, we're we're up to world three. We're we keep dying, so we have a save game right now. But <laughs> well, it'd be farther than what I would get to. So, yeah. so be happy, I guess. Yeah, I guess. But yeah, Mario two. If you haven't beaten it yet. Go back and beat it. Good classic. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, actually, after we played that for a while and we died a bunch, we ba- we ba- we went back to Mario One even and started playing oh. through that. Did a turbo warp to uh, to World Eight, and have a save game there trying to beat that, but uh, ran out of time. Had to come podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, and, uh, and then Kirby's Epic Yarn with the game that's all about apartment tenancy in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, I actually haven't played that. I said I was going to, but I haven't. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I weeks. need to listen. Yep, <laughs> I need to play it. I'm lazy, too too lazy to be lazy playing games. It's weird how that works out, but we did yeah. it. We got the magic sock. <laughs> um, the other game I'm playing is Magica, of course. That's still mm-hmm. one of my favorites. And uh, ironically, what prompted that was uh, um, several of my friends all got on to play StarCraft, and their servers were down. Mm. That was really, really stupid. And so we're like, hmm, Magica? Magica. Yeah, I mean, I'll just jump onto that yeah. instead. <laughs> it was really fun. Um, but anything, anything else? No. Nope. You said there's a new version of Magica coming out. Uh, oh, yeah, an expansion coming out. If you're any Magica fans out there, they announced a DLC. I don't know any details, whether it would be separate or gifted. It'll probably be a separate purchase. But anyway, they're releasing Magica Vietnam. That's right. Mm. You're taking your medieval fantasy wizards into the war zone of Vietnam with helicopters, guns, grenades, everything that works. Total clash of worlds, but the video looks amazing. So So you'll mix all kinds of types of attacks against the VC? Uh, I guess. (laughs) Interesting. It'll it'll be interesting to see. One of the spells looks like an airstrike. (laughs) You summon in the jets and they do a bombing run. Stuff like that. Is one of the spells to be able to turn into a clown and be like, hey, you guys are stupid. They're going to be looking for your army, guys. <laughs> we'll see. But yeah, that's all I've been playing. Oh, and then there's I played the 3DS, but we'll save that for later. Mm-hmm, indeed. I've been playing the 3DS, too. And I saved the video on live stream, so if you want to check it out, my little unboxing, it's not that eventful. But I say awe at puppies a lot, and I make my me, and... I try to show people, and um, yeah, it's it's amazing that it's it's finally out after nine years. Nine it feels like nine years, but it's really nine months of uh, first getting to try it, and uh, I, I'm very very excited. Um, but aside from that, Pokemon White, um, and more and more Pokemon White. Now I'm at the point where you know just doing all the the raising, you know, trying to make a competitive team, and it, it takes a while. And that's actually going to be put on the back burner because I got to try. Here we go. I got the games here Super Street Fighter 4 and Puppies. Aww, look at that. 
the toy poodle version of Nintendogs plus gat cats plus gats the guns and um, Nintendogs plus cats so I could get a, a corgi puppy and corgi puppies are the cutest um, but honestly that's what I've been playing it's really not that eventful um, it was mostly just all this anticipation of uh, of 3DS yeah. and uh, we'll, I'll have more details next week Next time on the Death Star Story arc. <laughs> um, Random aside, uh, one of my friends I had over the weekend playing StarCraft with me, he rides the train to get home. Mm-hmm. And when he finally got online, when he got back home, he's like, so I made a little pit stop. And I was like, uh, what do you mean? Where at? And he's like, I stopped at Best Buy. <laughs> like, oh, cool. What'd you do there? He's like, I bought a DS and Pokemon Heart Gold. I was oh. like, Wow. <laughs> intense <laughs> like that is this just a spontaneous decision he's like yeah my gba sp was getting a little old Set oh my goodness great. oh my goodness wow <laughs> i was like wow like it's just funny to me that it was, it was so just like out of the blue just like mm-hmm. you know he was gonna go home but then he's like i'm gonna stop and pick up a ds on the way home just just like, just out of you know, you know just cuz yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when we were at the the midnight launch last night um because, you know, pick up Sorties DS or 3DS. Not, not only did we get a bunch of swag, like cool posters and stuff, I got like a little thing of for Duke Nukem Forever. So I'm going to try to put that up against my wall. I figured you'd be proud of that. Um, what else? Got Nintendogs, Madden Football, and something for Black Ops or whatever. They are just handing out stuff. But they also said, like, on April 3rd, GameStop will not be accepting Game Boy Advances and Game Boy Advance games. They will be legacy items. So, you cannot trade them in to GameStop after April 3rd, I think the date is. Dag, yo. I like GBA. They had a lot of good games. It was a really good system. I, like, it was like, I don't know how to describe it, the Super Nintendo handheld. It's just like, I took that class of games and just put them all into into a handheld. It was so good. Except with A and B buttons and L and R and X and Y. (laughs) Yeah, they could have used an X and Y. That was one little difference, but still. Mm-hmm. I, I, th- looking back, it was one of my favorite systems. Yeah. It was kind of that and GameCube for me for a long time. That's that's as good as it gets, you know? Yep. Um, Let's see. Let's move on from that, and let's get into the headlines. Oh, Dude, I, don't have, I, don't, forever. I don't have my guitar with what? me. Wait, wait. I, I'm going to go get it. <laughs> It's gotta be a thing. Do 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 do. And pick. Well, we missed. What are you playing? What are you playing? Yeah. Um. And it's time for the headlines. Yeah. <laughs> so, Duke wow. Nukem Forever, made by Gearbox, aka not this fall, not, <laughs> not next, next summer. <laughs> I can announce today um, that Duke Nukem Forever is being delayed by Gearbox about a month from May third to June fourteenth. That's not too bad. It isn't. It really isn't. Especially when you know. What's a month when it's been, you know, 10 years? Yeah. Well, and 
we live in a day and age too that you can patch games remotely. So they probably just have a little bit of uh, cleaning up to do. But mm-hmm. whatever else comes up, those like, ah, eh, we'll patch it later. Hopefully. And, and you know, Gearbox is the creator of Borderlands. Yes. Uh, that is why this is so important. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they are kind of like living up to a standard. Yeah. Um, that they're not going to be able to reach, you know. They're well, tra- if you ever get a chance, you should um, look up the the post mortem of Duke Nukem Forever under the original creators. It's a really really long article, and I'll I'll have to find the link and post it in the in the yeah. thread afterward. I think but I may have like seen it before, but never ever really read it. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's on Wired.com if you if you remember. But um, anyway, if you look in there, even the old the original creators couldn't live up to their standard. Their standard was way too high. Mm-hmm. And they started the game over like five times. Like, oh, there's a new engine out. Oh, let's use that. Let's switch to <laughs> Unreal Engine. Oh, let's switch to this other engine. Let's switch to the... And it just... It was making progress, and then they'd wipe it all out. And they kept saying, it has to be perfect. It has to be legendary. And well, so... That's why it took forever. Yeah, exactly. And so Gearbox, you know, yeah, they have a a lot to live up to, but at the same time, it's unattainable, so they're just going to do their best, and it'll be good. Gearbox is good. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, they'll be fine. But yeah, check it out. Um, I'll, like, again, I'll post the link. I wish I had it handy, but... Mm-hmm. Oh, In the show do, notes. I do have it handy. Oh. But yeah, they, they did make a video for it with uh, Randy Pitchford, the CEO, and you know, he was talking about how you know we're really excited for it. and <clears throat> Well, you have to see the video, because it is, it is quite humorous. But Duke never comes early. Yep. That's <laughs> very funny. I posted the link in the chat. I did find it. So. Yeah, wired.com slash magazine slash 2009 slash 12 slash fail underscore Duke underscore Nukem. Yep. A lot of details. A lot, a lot of stuff they talk about how it all went down. So. Mm-hmm. But you know, we figured it was worth a mention because of our love for Borderlands. <laughs> and thus it's implied that we love Gearbox. Well, and because it's Gearbox, if you have Borderlands, you most likely received a Duke Nukem beta key. I know I did. That's true. I on definitely Steam. did. On Steam, I got one. I mean, obviously, the beta is not out yet, so it's kind of useless right now, but it's foreshadowing. We have a key, and we can test the game when it comes out. So, Did you get a key with with like the update, the, the latest update on the PC yeah. version? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I got mine in the, uh, the Game of the Year edition for Xbox. Did it come in the box? Or was it like all digital? It, yeah, it came in the box, like uh, okay. on those mine, little cards. Yeah, mine was patched in. Like you know, I had the game since the beginning, and mm. out of the blue, it's just like, oh, update for Borderlands, and I get it. And also, I was like, you have a key for Duke Nukem. And I was like, oh, cool, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> Whenever that's coming. Yeah. Which is Somewhere. not early. Exactly. So we like to, uh, from time to time, mention you know some of the latest hacking headlines because. It's it's controversial and yep. what is gaming without a little bit of controversy? So we've been recently talking about GeoHot and his uh, lawsuit. You know how he's sued by Sony because he jailbreaked their system like he had the iPhone. And um, so what was so you know the article says the saga of George GeoHot Hots continues hurtling deeper in absurdity with each growing unit of acceleration. He fought the law and lost. You know, that was when the judge you know, demanded that he handed over the PS-related documents on his hard drives. But then he decided to leave the country. <laughs> and Sony's trying to pin it on him saying that, oh, yeah, it's because he's trying to run away and he's trying to no. get out of U.S. jurisdiction. And this is apparently a vacation that he had planned 
in about November. It, it's a silly, silly argument for a lot of reasons. Well, m- mainly because, one, as far as I understand, it's a civil lawsuit, not a criminal one. You know, he didn't commit a bunch of piracy. He just broke an agreement that, which is stupid because, you know, Sony's like, oh, if you buy our system, you agree to our terms, which is dumb to begin with. And then, yeah, he's he didn't do anything super, like, you know, criminal that he needs to be locked up. He went on vacation. That's all he did. Yeah. And, and even if he did run, I mean, well, I don't know what he's running from, but... It's just it's it's dumb. Sony's just they're they're very very sensitive about their system being hacked, and so they they act like this. Hmm. Uh, according to Sony, Hotz had deliberately removed integral components of his impounded hard drives prior to delivering them to a third party neutral. And Hotz is now in South America, an excuse for why he will not immediately provide the components of his hard drives as requested by the neutral. Hotz attempts to dodge this court's authority, raises some serious questions. Some very well, serious questions. I should have I should have had the other link handy, but I read somewhere else that the supposed missing parts were not like key to reading the drive. They were just like, for example, like SATA cables or something else, just to connect mm-hmm. the drive to be able to access them. He didn't like withhold an important component. Yeah, as far as I understand. So again, this is just because that, that's the other thing. He ran, but he already gave up all his loot. So yeah, what do they want? What, what's they, putting, they want what's his head on a stake. It's pretty obvious they yeah. want his head on a stake. Like, what? what's putting in him in jail going to do? Yeah, we stopped the hacker. Now our system is hack-free. <laughs> Brandish that fist. <laughs> yeah. This whole thing gets sillier and sillier, and yet it's really important in a way. So Yeah. It, it is an important issue to follow because it relates to the, our freedoms with our hardware. Mm-hmm. You know? It, like, in my opinion, if you're going to sell a big old license and contract with your hardware the hardware should cost ten dollars that's my opinion but if you're going to be paying the full value of the equipment out of the store and the 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 creators make a profit off it well sony doesn't necessarily make profit but it's just like well i'm going to do what i want with it it's mine (laughs) you can't be mad at me for playing with it at home so i mean nintendo's already gone on record in saying that you know when they come out with their eShop. With the uh, you know all the retro games and all that, they've already gone on record and said that it's a license and yep. you're not buying it. And that it's kind of dumb. transitioned into another hacking-related story of how you know for the Wii they mentioned how you know you know hacking and you know changing uh, system components or whatever may render games unplayable. Mm-hmm. Well, now on the back of the 3DS software packaging, it reads, it says, This product contains technical protection measures. Any unauthorized technical modification to your Nintendo 3DS system or use of an unauthorized device with your system may render this game and or your system unplayable. Yep. And this also says, The use of an unlawful device... God, I came talk today. I'm sorry. The use of an unlawful device with your Nintendo DS system may render this game unplayable... I thought I read somewhere that like also said, like it was like a will, it will render it unplayable. Yep, I read something that said it will log all like system like devices and software that runs mm-hmm. on it, yep. and it will retroactively check those logs and updates and stuff and see if it sees something it doesn't like, it'll just disable your, your 3ds. It's really smart. Um, not saying like oh I was gonna hack my 3ds and R4 and blah 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 blah, but 
I, I mean, it's all the more reason now that, you know, the 3DS is expensive to begin with for a handheld, so you want to take care of it. You don't want to put that in jeopardy. Yep. Um, and I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm okay with it. Um, I don't know. My, my opinion is still that, like, they need to stop worrying about it and allow open development on the hardware. Like, they can still maintain their own official Nintendo store and official Nintendo software and official this, official that, you know, just like Microsoft or Apple does. But they don't need to go on from there and say, and only we can authorize everything that runs on this. And if anything else runs on it, we're going to slap your hand and kick your dog. All this stuff. And it's just silly. And also, T450 asked in the chat, he's like, wasn't jailbreaking declared legal? You know, for iDevices, mm-hmm. the answer is yes, it was, and, and there was a court issue, and the judge ruled that you can jailbreak your your devices with no problem. But the difference with consoles is they're using fancy legal jargon and technical details to differentiate them to declare it illegal. So even though on one hand a judge has already declared it legal, they're saying, oh well, this is different. This it's is not the same. Yeah, it's it's stupid because it should be legal, and and for all intents and purposes, it is. But they come, they take people to court and say, "Well, they did this, and that violates our terms." And mm. Yada yada yada. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Um, that reminds me of a story that we didn't have it here in our outline, but we were we were talking about piracy. Uh, apparently, the the makers of Saints Row the Third, they're saying like, "Oh, we're not really worrying about piracy." Um, you know, we're worrying first about making a game that people want to pirate, mm-hmm. and then yep. we'll worry about stopping it. It's an interesting approach because you got to have a, a, a good game first. I would kill to have a game I made pirated because I'm like, dude, people are like actually hoarding it and playing it. That <laughs> means I've made something people want, and they care. They really care. They do. If you're being pirated, you're probably profiting. But if you're not profiting, mm-hmm. you're doing something wrong. That's true. That's I mean, true. look at me. I mean, I just I just said earlier, I just bought Mario All-Stars, which is probably like the eighth time I've bought it. <laughs> I have Mario 1 and 2 and 3 on separate um, virtual console channels on my Wii, all legally purchased. And here I am buying those games again. You know, like, if you present it to me in an appealing way, I want it. You don't have to worry about, oh my gosh, it could be copied. Well, all binary can be copied, so it's not news anymore. Mm-hmm. And it has been shown. But I guess I'm just, uh, I'm mentally damaged. I buy stuff again and again. I'm going to buy Ocarina of Time again. <laughs> I mean, look at me. It's true. I mean, but hey, <laughs> we'll see if those uh, those changes are, are worth yeah. it, right? Arguably, this one's different. It's not quite the same. But still, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you, you make it a good quality product, I will buy it. You don't have to worry about the people that are copying it. They wouldn't Seven buy years it. in the future, blah, blah, blah. We know what happens. I know. It's funny as you can go in the past too, you know. Oh, yeah. tape recordings are destroying the music industry. Oh no, eight tracks are destroying the music industry. No. Yeah. Um, the PS3 has announced another uh, HD remastering of games. You know, we've or the recent ones. You know, the Ico, our team Ico collection uh, with Shadow of the Colossus and Ico. There have been rumors of Metal Gear Solid for a while. Um, I mean, God I of War. Like we already, we already have God of War. We already have the Sly Collection. So now we have oh, what are they? What are they calling it? The Resident Evil Revival Selection, 
with Resident Evil 4 and Resident Evil Code Veronica. In HD, Remastered HD, apparently the Separate Ways minigame is going to be included from RE4. Um, you know what? I still have yet to play RE4, even though I have it. And I know, shame, tisk tisk tisk. Um, but I don't think an HD remix is, even if I had a PS3, will make me pop for that one. Because I, I kind of want to like appreciate how, because it was so revolutionary apparently at the time. Like it was a game when you got for GameCube, you could not believe that it was a GameCube title because of how good it was. And I think that's yep. kind of the magic of it. There's yep. magic everywhere. <laughs> magic, magic, magic. Yeah, I like I like when they do remakes of games. I'm not a Resident Evil fan myself, admittedly, but um, it makes me happy when games come back. Mm-hmm. Like Ocarina of Time! See, like, I'd be okay with, you know, the Metal Gear Solid one because the first one... The graphics do not age well. Yeah. I mean, if you're thinking of, like, Twin Snakes, you know, there's a difference there. But the very first Metal Gear Solid, like, if you look at, like, the faces, like, they aren't faces. Mm-hmm. If you really think about it, they're, they're very distorted and all that. Yep. I've been a big fanatic of all the Final Fantasy uh, updates. Like, mm-hmm. Final Fantasy three was the first big one they really went back and redid and, like, made it pure 3D on the, on the DS and it was uh, nothing like the original. Are you calling it right now then? Final Fantasy 7 HD Remix Extreme? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since they teased that video with the PS3 fans are like, why don't you remake it? And it's uh, That'd be awesome if they did it on the 3DS though. I mean, the hardware is good enough. It could do a Final could Fantasy. Could you imagine <laughs> If it were on the 3DS, oh my goodness. That would just double my incentive to purchase. I mean, I'm already going to get it when OOT comes out, but... (laughs) Oot, oot. Wow. Wow, now now you've, like... If we had, like, a big audience, if we did, (laughs) you you just, like, cause, like, random fangasms all over the place with that thought. It would be the best thing ever. No more Lego hands. If you've seen the original Final Fantasy VII, yeah. anytime you're not in battle, they have the yeah. blocky looks. The well, actually, uh, what's uh, funny is uh, I watched. There's a a guy who did a cosplay of Cloud in the blocky version. Yep. So his hands are actually the huge cubes and everything. It was so funny. See, this is why you should go to Yomacon because yes. that guy was at Yomacon. Ah, uh, that same guy was there. That same guy, or at least a different costume. guy with the same exact costume idea. Costume. Yeah. I mean, he's he's cloud in Minecraft mode. It's awesome. And then, like, the random green things that I don't know the name of comes and blows him up. Boom. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, or Gaia. I don't know. Anyway. (laughs) Whatever they're called. (laughs) I'm I'm a big fan, I promise. (laughs) I really just... I've not played 7 in a long, long, long time. I had the PC version, and I got scratched. I don't... So. Creepers. They're called Creepers. Well, not in Final Fantasy, but still. Yeah, I know. In Minecraft, yeah. Those are different. It's... Anyway. Last year, in 2010, the ESRB, or Electronic Software Ratings Board, gave out 1,638 ratings. That seems like a lot of games, but mm-hmm. then you think about how, how would they, they break down? 
um, as far as percentage goes. Number of mature... I'm going to play a game. If anyone's has not seen this article in the chat, we're going to play a little game. How many games last year do you think were mature rated as far as a percentage goes? It feels like it would be a lot, wasn't it? Wouldn't it? Like, if, if I were guessing, I would say about... I'd say 50%, 40%. I would probably say right right around thirty, because um, yep. like it feels that way with like all the big releases. Like so many of them are mature rated. Mm-hmm. But are you ready for this? Five percent of games last year were rated mature. So DVD Smith wins with saying four. Five <laughs> percent. Um, yeah, I, me personally, I think that statistic is very misleading. Because, like you're saying, you know, when you first think about it, like how many do you think are mature? You're like, oh, it's you know, it's a lot. It's like a third, or it's forty percent. But um, really, if you go to like Best Buy or something, there is like a whole aisle in the back. We just never visit it. Mm-hmm. That's just littered with like you know, young child titles, or not necessarily children, yep. but you know, young teen or or older older kid titles. Cough, cough, shovelware. Yeah, exactly. Like Nancy Drew, you know, mysteries and and all these other little little, little puzzle games and stuff. And I kid like, you not, there's a game that just came out. It's called Pinkalicious. <laughs> it's for Nintendo DS. It comes with a stylus and little charm thing, and it's called Pinkalicious. Yeah. If you look at the aisles that we typically look at. I think our guesses are more accurate, you know. There's there's a chunk of mature games, a chunk of teen rated games, and a yeah. few e games and it balances out. But when you just factor in the raw numbers and say, Oh, look how many games came out last year that were E, well, it's a little misleading because again, we don't review and talk about Nancy Drew mysteries and whatever mm-hmm. else. This is true. It's just not part of our our stuff, you know. We don't we don't I mean, what are you playing? I don't ever talk about, I did a mega bejeweled run last week, you know. I think it was awesome. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but, yeah, imagine, like, a... imagine working at Toys R Us, and, like I do, mm-hmm. and someone coming up and asking if, like, if there's a game for, you know, their little kid, like, three or four years old, so we'd probably be looking in the early childhood rating, mm-hmm. Yeah, because you know, E is is a little too advanced. Unless you're talking like something really generic, like you know Mario or Mario Kart or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're looking for e- early childhood, and you're trying to think of like games, and you're trying to help them. And when you can only say like, oh well, they've got Sesame Street on DS or in Wii for ABCs and one two threes. Yeah, that's because one percent of the games last year received the early childhood rating. One <laughs> percent. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, mean, I I still think it's funny that Smash Brothers has a T. Yeah. Parents are like, oh my gosh, it's so violent. Like, are you kidding me? They they knock each other off the stage and they're punching and kicking, but there's no blood, there's no gore. Come on. <laughs> well, it's just like, I don't know. It's just except funny. if it was the uh, the IGN uh, April Fool's joke with like all the the blood effects. Yeah. <laughs> M-rated brawl. That was yeah. Oh, oh man! Gosh. But then, yeah. So yeah, one in five percent for early childhood and mature, twenty-one percent teen, eighteen percent E10 plus. But then you know games like Okami Den, and um, oh gosh, there's another one that's you know pretty recent and popular that's E10 plus. That's eighteen percent. Then fifty 
five percent yep. E for everyone. Not surprising considering all the shovelware. And then they even say that 24 games in the 17-year history of the ESRB have been rated adults only. Yeah. The latest Manhunt 2. Oh, God. (laughs) That whole ordeal. It's just a terrible, terrible thing, because OMG, your gestures of the Wii remote match the actions of killing somebody, and it's so Mm -hmm. terrible. Yeah. Because everyone goes and acts out what they do in video games. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) <laughs> I know I do. I throw blue shells at people on the road and you know. And then Ooh. you shoot people and <laughs> you drive around in cars and GTA yeah. everything. Have you seen the uh the real life Mario Kart video? I have. It's so good. It's really well done. Surprisingly realistic. Like the it's... shell the, my favorite is the red shells and they pop up. <laughs> it is really good. Um, but I think my favorite of the one that that guy does, uh, Remy Gaillard, I think is his name. Um, just his, his soccer, um, or sorry, football. Um, <laughs> those are the, the videos where he like kicks the, you know, the, the football or soccer into soccer ball into different holes and buildings and stuff, particularly mm-hmm. to ACDC's Thunderstruck. Those are my favorites, yes. Foot 2008 through 2010. I haven't seen those yet. Thunder! But yeah, 5%? Are you kidding? That is um, surprising. I'm, I, I'm willing to believe that, obviously, E and T along with it have a bigger share. Sure. But again, if you look, you look at the scope of the games that we're interested in, you know that would take out a good half of those E games. Because yeah. a lot of them, they're just... I mean, they can hardly even be considered games. It's just like learning activities and, and things. And I don't know. It's just silly. Mm-hmm. Adobe Photoshop is rated M because you can draw dirty things. <laughs> and now it's time for stall, stall, stall. <laughs> Stalling. Stalling. Uh, hilarity. Um, I'm just goofing around on a guitar, or whatever. That's I don't know. <laughs> um, this week's hilarity of the week, where we try to find a little goofy, amusing story. It's not really on the same level as you know the NCIS last week or pause the game. <laughs> pause the game is going to be one of our favorites, I think. Always. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Pause the game. <laughs> pause the game. <laughs> Um, this dude named Mark Bao, who's a Bentley College student, wherever that is, I have no idea. Um, he had a MacBook Air, and it was stolen. So there's apparently a software that you can install on Macintosh called Backblaze, and he's able to see the machine's browser history and track hard drive updates wherever he is. So, apparently, according to the program, he was able to figure out who stole his MacBook Air and turned it into the police, and he got his laptop back. And then he had two. <laughs> and then he had said, two, so then he traded in the other one. <laughs> yeah, he said in the, in the article that the very night he went that it was stolen, he went out and bought a new one. 
I can mm-hmm. just run out and grab one real quick. But yeah, apparently the guy, the first thing he did, according to this tweet, he says, um, da da da. He says, "Wow, the first thing that MacBook thieves do really is take pictures on photo booth. I didn't think they were that dumb." <laughs> so the guy found you know the photo. Um, what does it says? Through you know the Safari history through the browser, he found you know the photo, and then apparently the thief had made a video of him dancing to Tiga's Make It Rain. Uh, they uploaded the video to Vimeo. No, no, sorry. I'm reading this wrong. Basically, the thief was stupid enough to, you know, take pictures, and thanks to this program, he could track the browsing history. He made a video and uploaded it on the laptop. I mean, if you steal a laptop... Wipe it. Wipe it. Go underground. Yeah. You are a fool. Like, I mean, if, you, if you're... I shouldn't be saying this, but I'm an engineer. I can't help it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only, it's only <laughs> natural. If you're going to steal a laptop, you know, if, you, if you're really interested in that person's personal information, you make a hard drive image, and then you can mess with it in a virtual machine. But as far as using the laptop, you wipe it, you make it clean of all the things that would be tracking it and recognizing it from the outside, and then it's mm-hmm. yours. Yeah. That's how you be a good laptop thief. Remember that, people. <laughs> yeah, T450 on. Show me your news today. How to steal a laptop. <laughs> oh. so the guy returned the laptop to the police and sent Bao an apology note on Facebook. They attended the same school and had mutual friends. Oh, man. I, uh, I mean, yes, I mean, there's the whole moral side, obviously, of, of, of stealing. But aside from that, it's like, how could you just live with yourself with a stolen laptop? Your friend's like, oh, you got a new laptop. Where'd you get it? Uh, I, uh, I bought it. <laughs> I I found on Craigslist, or like you know, you just you have to be awkward your whole life because you're just like, where'd you, you know, get it? Store? <laughs> yeah. Which one? The Sprint store? They don't sell that MacBooks. Oh, I, uh, I mean, uh, store? Mm. <laughs> store? <laughs> oh man! And then yeah, he, he picks it up and records himself and does all kinds of dumb things. It's like, for the love, if you're going to be a thief, wipe it. Be intelligent about your stupidity. If you're going to be a thief, be a good one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Or maybe, I, I, maybe it's not a good thing that we're thinking like criminals. I know. <laughs> Getting in the criminal mind mindset. I'm sorry. We'll never talk about stealing again. Hey, Buzz, we should be technical police. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so if, we, if we can think so well, maybe we can stop them. E-forensics, we're pro. But just to think that this wouldn't even have been possible without this program. Yeah. I mean, if this, you know, actually got, you know, more coverage than it did, I'm sure, like, you know, the makers of the program would be getting, like, way more, you know, either money or yeah, just viral hits or whatever. Well, I'm sure uh, it's good, uh, good exposure. Makers mm-hmm. of that software are probably getting a little more business. People are like, I want to track my laptop. Okay. So. Um, out recently today, it does not deserve a song. <laughs> it just doesn't. Um, is Homefront, which I remember back at E3 when you know, I was taking shuttles around and to uh, the hotel and then the convention center. I remember seeing parking lots that you know said you know 
this parking lot is, you know, rented out by, you know, the Korean government. And I was thinking, like, what? And it had, you know, THQ and on, on there. And it had Homefront. And the idea of Homefront is that the United States has been taken over by, I don't know if it was ever specifically specified, but it's an implied Korean invasion, a unified Korean invasion, ideally <laughs> North Korea running the chains on that one. And, uh,. You gotta defend your home front. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess. Yeah, I guess it's a new villain, but you know, Buzz, you went to Korea, to South yep. Korea, and you know Korean. Yep. How, how does this game strike you with that background? Well, for one thing, I like the you said that there's, as a unified attack, like North and South like got together, or North took over South and then made the attack or something like that. I don't know. South and North are very, very, very different. So if anything, it was a North Korean raid. Yeah. Uh, South Korean, because South Korea is like democratic and like westernized, <laughs> so they would never attack. But as far as the game goes, ah. Uh... They have to pick a villain, and if you if you make up a country, it doesn't have the same effect. So they just pick someone who's controversial, and it makes sense. Because uh, I'm I don't remember I don't remember if I shared this before on the show, but when I toured the DMZ, the the border yeah, between yeah. North and South Korea, they make you sign a waiver that's like we are not responsible if you are shot from the other side, like if you were sniped oh, by North Korea, like you know they, they're not gonna you know pay for your your funeral or your medical bills or anything. Like they just you get to waive any responsibility of the other country doing something. That was a little unnerving, but, you know, they they turn around and claim, well, but it's safe, so we're not, we wouldn't let you out there if it wasn't at least somewhat safe, so. Wow. Um, so, yeah, and North Korea has some problems, but <laughs> but it, ma- it makes for a, a good villain, I guess. Mm-hmm. Better than it being always, you know, Russia. Yeah, it's Russia, yes. Or, or like the Nazis in Indiana Jones or something, or... Mm-hmm. You know, or every World War II game ever. It just it just helps you connect. I mean, it's not the most respectful thing to do because it is a real place, but you know, whatever. It's a video game. Yeah. Get over it. <laughs> Get over it. Get over it. Um, <laughs> but apparently, the graphics are bad, from what I'm hearing. Like <laughs> beginning Xbox or Xbox 360 bad. Graphics don't make a game. It's all about gameplay. How bad are they? <laughs> <laughs> How bad are we talking here? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but if you're trying to be real, and I, I don't know. Homefront is the game they're offering right now with on live as a package deal. Oh, really? Yep. That is if you sign up, you get Homefront for free. I don't know if that's still going on. I just remember getting emails for that saying, get Homefront. Yay. I haven't tried the game myself, so I can't say you know for sure. I just wanted to mention it because it's got that controversial Korean bit. Yeah. yeah. Then really it's, nothing else has ever come silly. out. I mean, they have the baseball like, games. They have just PlayStation the fact movie. They, they imply it's Korea, but, you know, again, that, that's kind of where they end it, and they just kind of run with that basic idea. Yeah. The, one, the, the only times it gets really, really controversial is when, I don't know if you remember in, uh, oh, what's it called? Resistance for yeah, PlayStation yeah. 3. Mm-hmm. Was it Resistance when they had the... The level that was a like a church, a chapel from England, uh, from Europe somewhere. Maybe, uh, maybe that game, and maybe another game. I, I think it, I think it was resistance. Resistance, man, I can't talk either. <laughs> and uh, uh, that one was a little more, you know, uh, 
controversial simply because you know it was a, a sacred location used for a war zone, and that was kind of insensitive of them, and they could have thought that one through a little a little better. But you mm-hmm. know, just saying in general, oh, Korea is the enemy. You know, I don't think that's too far. But yeah, yeah using using sacred religious locations may not be the best idea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You get get whole whole organizations breathing down your back, and it's not very nice. Apparently, PlayStation Move Heroes is also out, and as much as Sony's trying to push that because, you know, duh, the move, apparently it sucks. Move it, move it. Which is, is too bad, because that's a good uh, mashup of characters, and mm. pretty much all they do is rail shooting from at least what, you know, clips look like, and then, you know, melee attacks on the ground. I'm going to check VG charts really quick. I want to see how Move is selling. Boom, boom, wait, hold on. Wait, I'm going to stall for you. Ready? Uh, stalling. Stalling, stalling. stalling. <laughs> Dang it, I can't find it on here. I see, I see lots of uh, consoles, but I don't see individual devices. Not even connect with its record-breaking yeah, selling. That, that, that's what I was thinking. Is like with how big that was selling. You think there'd be a section for those sales individually? But if somebody finds in, finds it in the chat, post a link and I'll take a look at it. Because I'm really curious to see how it's selling compared to Connect. I heard it's not doing so hot. That wouldn't surprise me, actually. I like to move it, move it. Dude, dude, dude. I still like the Penny Arcade comic. Like you know, you see our motion controls. A lot of people said they like the Wii, but see, we're nothing like the Wii because <laughs> ours is black. There's a black Wii now. When did that happen? <laughs> Didn't that come? Was that? That was like after one of the E3s. I don't know if it was yeah. the recent one. Yeah, <laughs> it was so funny because <laughs> it's so true. It's just like ours is different because you know ours is black. There's a black Wii now. What? <laughs> Rage. <laughs> I mean, what are the what's it called again? There's the wand. Is the wand, and then the the, it's the, the move sub- the move controller move or uh, move controller, and then sub controller or navigation yeah. controller. Sorry, it's navigation. Used yeah. to be called the sub controller. Oh, they changed it. Yeah, oh, okay. it's I remember na- hearing it. Navigation over. controller. Oh, I'm behind. Uh, it shows how big a Sony fanboy I am. Mm. But anyway. Let's move on, and it's time for the biggin, the biggin, the biggin, oh yeah. I still say you need to insert the Toy Story sound bit right here. Which one? The big one. Oh, that one, yeah. <laughs> extremely dangerous. Keep out of reach of children. Cool. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, heck, I have Toy Story. I'll go get that bit for next episode. <laughs> yeah, uh, please, please do record it for me. <laughs> um, but, you know, yesterday we were going to have the episode, and then we had to push it back. So we are going to talk about 3DS hype. And we been, it would have been like me going, oh, man, I can't believe it's tomorrow. After nine months, or more like nine years, it's going to be tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. And now it's out, and... I've got it on my desk. It is. It <laughs> that is a Sid big... clip would have also fit this. It's here. It's finally here. <laughs> the big one. Hey. Oh, 
now now we really need it. Um, yeah, now I, have to go, now I have to go get it. I'll have to do it before we edit this one together. <laughs> <laughs> it's a thing of beauty, and uh, I'm, I'm very happy with it. But now that it's out, this is this is the this is the big question, the big one. Yeah. <laughs> you tried the 3DS for yep. the very first time. Yes. And I want to know what you think of it. I have a lot of things I think about it. <laughs> uh, first, I'll premise with a really brief story. Um, we went to Best Buy on Friday. Where we go? Friday? No, no, Friday. Anyway. Um, and we get there, and of course, there's like this nine-year-old girl playing it. Mm-hmm. And we're like, all right, we'll just wait our turn. So we just, you know, I like Best Buy. You know, so we just wandered around and shopped. And Was that I, Sean Paul song playing? No. <laughs> that would have been good times if it was. But yeah, we wandered the store for about an hour. You know, we check every about ten minutes, and she's still there. And obviously, her dad was, you know, doing some other shopping you know, in the store while she was just entertaining herself. So we just we just kept wandering and wandering and wandering until she finally, finally disappeared. And we're just like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we darted over. And right as we were getting there, this other couple, like, got there oh, before yeah. we did. We're like, dang it. But they didn't stick around. Um, this part's funny, though. Um, they're like, oh, it's the new 3DS. Oh, and they're all looking at it and stuff. Um, the girl, um, like, looks at it and leans over. And she's like, ah, oh, Oh, that looks terrible. That hurts my eyes. And the guy's like, no, you can adjust it. And she's like, oh, and they're like messing with it. And but she she never took the time to get to get the 3D right. She's just like, oh, oh, it's all this looks all blurry. Oh, and she just they just walked away. <laughs> so she didn't even give it a chance. I felt Dumb really bad. People. Yeah, yeah, but so anyway, so they went away, and I finally finally walked up to it, and I was like, no, you know. Did you have to slouch? I did. I, yeah. I mean, I, I remember reading that you could unmount it and that it was only attached by a wire, but I, yeah, same thing. I just didn't want to try. I just wanted to just lean over and try I, it. I just want to see it. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyway, so I played it, and it was awesome. And uh, I'll review d- random sections of it, because that's kind of how my brain was working that, at that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, starting off, obviously the left, what do you call that? The, the stick? Slide the pad? Pad? Is that what they call it? Anyway. Yeah, slide pad. Okay. Ten, 10 out of 10. That thing is smooth, very intuitive, and I can, you know, push it gradually. I don't have to go all the way. It doesn't feel like, you know, I can't do partial pushes or whatever. Really great for a mobile controller. I think it was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, power button, 4 out of 10. Not <laughs> it, so it, much. <laughs> yeah, it's better than the first DS, like I, I, I don't like that the first DS was a slider. I mean, I got used to it, but I, I do like that they changed it to a button. But they put it where the start button should be. Like mm-hmm. to me, that's natural. Like you have your A B X Y, and you reach your thumb down. That should be start. But it's not. It's the power button. You have to reach like inward to go get the start button. Yeah. And I didn't really like that. And it's also so, nice that when you press it, I notice is when you like press it while you're playing a game. It like asks you know make sure like. This yeah. is what you want to do. You can put it in sleep mode or power down. That that that's what saved it from being a one out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, um, but along those same lines. So now talking about the start button, I don't like that they make the start, select, and home touch buttons like cell phones. Mm-hmm. 
and I, something tells me that that's the reason they did it. Like, oh, all the cell phones out right now, smartphones have, you know, you touch the home button and it, and it works and you do this, you know. I wasn't a big fan of that. I mean, it's not a big deal. So, okay, we'll say 5 out of 10 on that part. But it's... You could see those, like, going... You could see those going bad the quickest. Yeah. And, and, like, even when I was there testing it, they didn't always respond. Like, I would, I would touch it and it wouldn't work. So I'd have to get my thumb kind of centered over it and push a little harder and it would work. Yeah. And I, eh, yeah, maybe it takes some getting used to. I'm not sure either. Again, not a deal breaker. I'm not complaining too much, but just it, I, I, I wish they would not have done that. I, I like buttons that you can feel the click. You know, you feel that it, it acknowledges that you pushed it. Like all the buttons. Yeah, like all the other. Oh ones. my goodness, so nice. <laughs> um, top screen, ten out of ten. Wide screen, that makes me happy. Um, they should have done that a long time ago, but you know, times, times change. I guess whatever, but. Um, so it's a nice big widescreen to play on. Okay, now for the 3D effects, obviously, well, you know, this, the whole selling point of the device. Yeah. Um, at first, I hated it because I didn't know that it was a bad idea to crank it all the way. So, you know, when, I, when you have it cranked all the way, it really, really blurs, and it's really, really hard to find the sweet spot. Especially for pilot wings in particular, when it's yeah. all, like, based on depth. And exactly. And you're you're so locked into like what you can do. I think when you can move it around, it's easier to work with because you can yeah. like move it around in your hand. And some people yeah. were, you know, I, I I'll talk about that later. Go ahead. So I continue. Yeah. I was just saying, uh, I, I I think that the fact that there's a slider is a saving feature of the 3D. Like, because if there wasn't, it that would you'd leave a lot of people out. You know, oh, I can't get the sweet spot. Oh, I can get it easy. It's really cool. Oh, it's really bad. You know. You know, so for, at first I was like, "Ah, oh, this this kind of makes me cross-eyed and it kind of hurts my eyes." So I turned it off at first, but then I was like, "Oh wait, I can slide this." And so I started sliding a little bit, and then I found when somewhere in the middle that it didn't take nearly as much effort to see the 3D. Yeah. I could just kind of play, and I could see it. I I thought that the pilot wings was you know best at 50% 3, yep. uh, 3D. That was I would yep. agree with that. Yep, I had it right in the middle, so I finally got it to where I was like, "Okay, I could play a game like this for a while." And from there, yeah, I was playing pilot wings. It's really cool. Um, I'm kind of a reaching the old man cynic stage, so I'm kind of like, eh. I don't know if I could play this too much. I'd probably turn it off a lot, and it also depends on the game. And so I don't know if it's like as amazing as everyone says it is, but it is cool. And I, maybe better games will come out for it that'll make me appreciate it more because Pilot Wings is kind of a basic game and. The the three the coolness of the 3D kind of wears off after a while, and I was kind of like, yeah, that's cool, that's really neat. I want to get one, but not till yeah. Like it was like I was trying to warn you that you know the pilot wings is like all about the depth, and I think you yeah. know it really shines when you like you can see the stuff coming out at you, and it's like oh, it is kind of like at the movies. Yeah. Well, um, and I I don't want to pass judgment too soon because. Nintendo keeps promising, oh, we're going to make games that really make use of it, and the game, you know, will be easier with a 3D, and if you don't have the 3D, it'll be harder, and blah, blah, blah. Like, when I see, I want to see those. Like, I want to see what ideas they have in mind where the 3D really makes a difference. Because, um, there's a Kotaku article from a little while back, one of the reviewers was saying that, you know, after the first day or two, he just turned it off completely, and he got tired of it. And, I guess, if you you have sensitive eyes, if you get tired a lot, that can be the case. I'm an I'm an uh, an exception. Well, I don't know if I'm an exception, but um, I'm an exception in that I do programming all day. So I stare at screens yeah. all the time. If I'm not yeah. gaming, I'm programming. If I'm not programming, I'm probably gaming. You know, so I don't have any have issues with my eyes and seeing the 3D either. Yeah. 
Exactly. So, you know, I'm, I'm pretty well trained to where it didn't hurt. When it was at max, it hurt. But once I fixed it in the middle, it didn't hurt. The 3D is really cool. So I want to see other games with it because Pilot Wings was not enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I agree with that. I mean, there, Kotaku had a video recently where it was Brian Crescente, one of the their main editors, mm-hmm. uh, kind of discovered what maybe the benefits of turning the 3D are on and off are in gaming. Um, yeah. He had like a screen for like The Sims 3, and you know when he switched it on and off, you can kind of see you know when like the screens come in, basically yeah. you see more of the periphery. Yeah. So it's like even wider than widescreen, and that can help like you know just judging the fullness of you know the game space perhaps. Yeah. And we yeah. just, we still do need to see you know game developers take advantage of that obviously, but yep. it's just an interesting you know initial observation. Um, here's here's how I imagine myself using it. If I'm like in the car or in a restaurant or out and about or yeah. something, I'd probably have the 3D off. You know, I don't know that definitively because mm-hmm. I don't own one yet, yeah. but just I'd imagine I'd probably turn it off in most outdoor situations, most out and about situations. Yeah. But if I'm either, you know, like sitting at home trying to relax and I'm, I've got complete control of the positioning of the 3DS and everything, that's when I'd probably turn it on because I could, you know, sit there and get the sweet spot and just enjoy it for a while. Right. Um, yeah, and again, and I'm glad that there's a slider because that that was that's a make or break feature for it, people it really getting is. into 3D. So, mm-hmm. and you know the fact that you like don't have to you know X out of the game to do that, so you can change it on the fly. Perfect. Yep. It works really really that's well. Handy. It's um, well, it, it's just a it's a staple of modern operating systems, for lack of a better term. You know, the game doesn't have to be the dominant process. You can have a menu and you can have a system that does other things besides the game and it's just nice that you can do that now. Yeah. So you are more or less impressed. Yep. With it. Are are you waiting for I, I uh, was a little time? Yeah, I'm 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 going to wait till that one comes out cuz I still don't see any games that jump to me like, you know, oh, I want this right now. The rest of them just, all the games out are kind of like, "Oh, that they look cool, but they don't really speak to me." Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. And it's kind of tragic that I'm buying a game that's 13 years old. Just and that's the only thing that entices me right now. But games will come out, and you know we'll get other stuff. Yeah. Hopefully, a, a Zelda designed for the 3DS specifically. That would be so cool. But not Wind Waker style. Oh, rage! Oh. <laughs> rage! <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to you know. I think as great as I think the device is now. Mm-hmm. You know, it is with. It does have flaws. I'm not going to say it's like the perfect device, or whatever. But I'm very, very pleased with it. There's stuff coming in May down the pipe that are just going to make it even more fantastic. Mm-hmm. Now, do you have the internet browser? You have well, the I, I want Netflix. Okay, I think I've I've heard like a a sales rep for Nintendo say that like they're trying to push Netflix up to that same update because they've just yeah. said like oh summer, Netflix is coming in summer. Um, Netflix is a killer feature. It's just. I don't know. I'm I've become a mega mega Netflix uh, uh, addict recently. Well, especially you know, if they do 3D content specifically for Netflix. Yep. Yeah, that'd be good stuff. I like it would be my smallest Netflix device. The smallest one I have right now is the iPad, mm-hmm. which I don't complain about because it's a nice big display. So it's actually nice to watch things on it. But my phone can't do it. There's rumors of an Android Netflix coming out. As far as I know, there's no Netflix app for iPhone. It's only for yeah. iPad. And so this would be cool to have a device this small that I can just pop it open and be like, I'm going to watch some movies. 
Or give it to Kadri and tell her to go yeah. away. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hashtag <laughs> 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 just kidding. <laughs> uh, I love my daughter. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so we've got the web browser, the eShop, get some of the retro games going on there. That's going to be fantastic. I'm worried and about the browser. Then personally. there is this story that I uh, found here on Go Nintendo. It says CVG talks about 3DS Wi Fi messaging, and I'm completely boggled. Uh, CVG said it about in the 3DS features. So, what's this friends list? Uh, the Nintendo rep says, shows any friend who you mess- uh, exchange your friend code with. This can be done locally with button press or typing in the code you swapped elsewhere. When mates play online, you'll see me playing a th- tiny 3DS. This won't work for old DS games. You'll be able to use Wi-Fi messaging. And what is Wi-Fi messaging? Sad news, PictoChat is dead. Good news, <laughs> it's been replaced with a true online chat forum. Messaging gives you the same doodling writing capabilities as those in PictoChat, only this time you communicate with online friends. Now you'll be able to tell your mates exactly what you thought of that Mario Kart blue shell on the finish line. Here's the problem. This is not a feature at launch. Oh man! So, what could this mean? This is. Can you still can you still do uh, just wireless chat just with another DSs nearby? No. Or is it at the moment, online? right now, there is no way to send messages or chat. But I'm saying in that new one that'll come out. Is it online, online only, or can it still do the ad hoc local? Um, it it doesn't say. I'm sure that you, I'm, I'm sure you could do local, you know, if you have their friend code and be like, huh, we're, you know, only a few feet away in real life, but we're still chatting online. Well, well, because what I mean is I liked how in the first one you could be somewhere where there is no internet, but as long as there was a DS nearby, you can pick to chat with each other. Right, right. That that was a cool feature, that's I true. thought. So I'm hoping they're not taking that away because that's what made me hate StarCraft too. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, so this is possibly something else that's coming down the pipe for this big old May update that they've got. Uh, but nice job leaking it. We, we appreciate mm-hmm. that, CVG. And then apparently like that was taken down as soon as it became public. So yeah. Um, but you know, there are imp- you know, exciting things coming. And uh, very, very excited. And yeah, I'd say waiting for Zelda is like, it's... It's okay to do that. Um, I don't think any of the games are, you know, spectacular, but I've never played Nintendogs, so I wanted to try it. And, like, the reviews I was reading for Nintendogs are like, oh, it doesn't add much from the first one. I expected to do more after, you know, six or seven years. I'm like, what if you never played Nintendogs? Yeah. Is it good? I mean, they knock it down to, like, 70 or 75 because there's not much different from the first. It's like, is it really that bad of a thing when, you know... The first one got perfect scores from Famitsu. When uh, does the Kid Icarus game come out? Um, you know, GameSpot, uh, GameStop. I missed. I don't know if you guys realize this. I miss those next those two up all the time. GameStop and GameSpot, like it's without, you switch two letters with, without it's fail, terrible. without fail. Anyway, GameStop yesterday at the midnight uh, release thing had a little uh, list of you know release titles or whatever. They had uh, Ocarina of Time for June. But all the big heavy hitters they had as placeholders for August 2nd. They didn't have, now that I realize they didn't have Metal Gear in there. That sucks. But like Kid Icarus, Star Fox, Paper Mario, 
Mario Kart, Nintendo wants Super Mario 3D, like, but all of those. I'm getting tired of their first parties being put off so much. Like, yeah. Brawl, I'm glad they didn't rush it, but at the same time, it's like, that was supposed to be like a big Wii seller. Like, oh, the next Smash Brothers, you know, but then, like, they took two years to get it out. It's true. And they're doing that the same with this. Like, oh, we love our third-party developers. It's like, release it early, and they have these little puddle of games, and then it's like, oh, our first-party games? Yeah, those won't be out for another six months, eight months, a year. That's what Metroid Prime did. Um, or was it Corruption? I think it was Corruption, the one that came out long after the Wii. And uh, they kept promising it would be, like, one of the earlier titles, and it turned out yeah, to be one of the later titles. Apparently I'm causing some confusion in the chat. This this list said that all of those were dated for August 2nd, which is clearly a placeholder, and it will likely be later than that date. So don't don't get your hopes up for Paper Mario in five months or all that stuff. It's it's just a, a placeholder. Yeah. Which um, I really think should be illegal, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, not, it's just not fair. I get tired of companies being like, "Oh, we have release dates," and so you get you get your friends that don't, you know, they don't follow the industry. Like, yeah. oh, I saw I saw it on Amazon. <laughs> it's coming out. It's coming out in April third. And like, no, it's not. No, usually it's, yeah, it's like either the end of a month or like the very like yeah. the thirty first or the first. Twilight Princess especially was brutal. I bet. Like, yeah. like I said, I, you know, even when I worked at that Best Buy, I had people come in like, "Where's Twilight Princess?" I'm like, "What are you talking about?" They're like. They would literally say, like, on your website, it says it comes out today. I'm like, oh. I I didn't have to facepalm because, you know, it's our website, so I can't rip on it too much. But I'm just like, oh, that that was just an educated guess. We really don't know when it comes out. And they're like, oh, what? It says it would be out today. I came to get it. I'm like, oh, God. I want it now. (laughs) And And it ended up coming out nine months after that date. So, (laughs) like... It, and seriously, they, it's, I thought you were going to say, and they came back later that day and asked, is it out now? Is it out now? No. <laughs> like that guy. Yeah. I, I, like, if not illegal, there should be a legal supplement that says you have to say, we really don't know, and we pulled this out of our butts, and we're making this crap up just to sell stuff. Pretty much, yeah. That. Like, this date did not come from Nintendo or Sony or Microsoft or whatever. It's just, it's it's obnoxious. Unofficial how, date. Like, yeah, like, like the, there's got to be something because everyone, all the ignorant people, fall for it. Oh yeah, without fail. <sighs> so yeah, Toys R Us today had buy one get one fifty percent on 3DS games. Ooh. Only deal on 3DS games anywhere. So, I, you know, that's oh. where I, I save my money there. And um, oh, sorry, go ahead. I, I want to segue kind of into a, a related topic. Um, you might know that Satoru Iwata, I can't pronounce his name, but yeah. not Japanese, whatever. He spoke at Game Developer Conference this year. Oh, that's right, yeah. And in there, he talked a little bit about, about pricing. And he talked about the, you know, the, the onslaught of mobile gaming. Yeah, and how new Apple games are and all that, yeah. You know, games are a dollar, games are five dollars. And he, he and uh, Fiume both keep emphasizing... You know, we want to combat this mentality that games should ever cost less than, you know, $5. You know, we want to continue to push that, you know, quality games should... The full experience, yeah. Now, with that said, do you guys think that 3DS games should cost almost the same as a full console game? I think right now it's too expensive. Especially, you know, the the common fan. I, I think... 
they'll learn over time and once you know 3ds the, the problem is like main first party ds games are still 35 bucks yeah like without fail so you can't really make it the same price when they're adding no, a third much dimension fail. yeah with, with okay sure with, with <laughs> <Sorry>. much <laughs> that's a fair point that's a fair point um but yeah i think you know give it some time and then you know ds games will drop to you know Thirty dollars new, and then maybe we can see thirty-five for 3ds. I I think they need to come down farther. Like it's, it's not an issue of oh we can't let people perceive that games are cheaper. People know that games are cheaper because they don't cost anything to copy. I mean yes, okay, DS likes to print on a cartridge and print a manual and print a book, so there is some cost there, and there's you know retail, so their costs will be a little higher, but fundamentally. I think they need to get with the game and just accept that these games need to cost about 20 and that the big console ones should cost mm. about 40 Because mm. they're facing competition. If, if they just yeah. take this attitude of, oh, our games are so quality, we're going to charge $40 for new games, they're going to get, like, for lack of a better word, raffle stomped by Apple and others. Raffle, 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 raffle. <laughs> or footstool jumped? Are they going to get footstool jumped? Yeah, they're going to get footstooled, and they're going to be like, you know, Nintendo, you must recover. <laughs> and I'll have to figure out Sakurai. <laughs> no, but seriously, like it's not going to last. Like they have a fan base, and that's what keeps them afloat. You know, I'm going to be there first day buying Ocarina of Time. I'm I'm loyal that way. I can't help it. But that won't last forever. You know, Kadri yeah. is not a Nintendo loyalist. <laughs> not yet, anyway. Not yet. <laughs> but uh, she's a Pixar uh, loyalist. Yeah, new a new generation of people. They're going to be like, why would I pay? Forty dollars when I can get a game of comparable quality for about ten on the iPhone. Because I don't know any better. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it, it can't last. It just can't. I'm sorry. I mean, no matter what angle you look at it, socially, economically, anything, you know, just those prices will eventually become unsustainable. So I don't, I don't agree with Satoru that we need to combat this mentality. That they need to cost more to, to maintain quality with price. Like that's just them doing a money grab for higher profits. Mm-hmm. So hopefully they come down. Hopefully they they learn their lesson. Well, Nintendo, maybe they'll in- innovate on the price front. We can only hope, right? Yep. Um, now I wanted to share a story, you know, because I, I worked today. Uh, you know, did the opening for the 3DS. It was surprisingly weak. I mean, yeah, we got like, a bunch of people for like the games and all, but not really you much sell of the. Guesses? No, they've got about like ten or twelve of each color left. Wow. There, because they have about that many for pre-order. They got we got about twenty-eight of each color at our yeah. store. So yeah, we we got come out to Michigan and get your three DS. Mail me a three DS, dang shit. They're all they're all sold out. Um, but yeah, I mean, two people. I had two people today ask this question. And it was a very sad question to be asked where you got to put on the brave face. <laughs> you know, it, it's one thing to ask because, you know, the backwards compatibility and all that, you know, to ask, will the your DS games, you know, will they play on there? Yes, you know, it's backwards compatible. Will they be in 3D? No, it's, <laughs> you know, that, that's, you know... That's an unfortunate feature that, you know, they cannot carry over. It's another thing, however, to be asked, will your 3DS games, since they can be played in 2D, will they be played 
on your can they be played on your DS Lite or DSi? <laughs> I kid you not. Oh man. Two people asked this question. This is the equivalent of in the past they have invented future technology and anticipated it and ta-da, we are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Well, what's funny about that question is like, yes, it would be technologically possible. No, they're not in a million years going to allow that because <laughs> that no one would buy 3DSs. I mean, why? <laughs> That's so funny. Can I play can my I play, PS2 can games I, in my yeah. PS2? Yeah. Can I play can my I... DVD in my VCR tape deck? <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? I actually haven't seen the cartridge shape. Is it different than the DS? Like drastically different? It's pretty much the same, except it has a little tab, so it actually like does not fit in the DS um, because it's, it's actually <laughs> I a similar. Cram it in there, will it work? It's a very similar shape. Let me see if I can show you here on the on the live stream. Um, so here is the 3DS cartridge for the puppies game, and it's got this little tab right here. And it's that little tab that, you know, will actually prevent it. Because otherwise, like, on the back, that looks like a, a DS game, more or less. Um, but yeah, then if you put the uh, the DS game, like, straight in your 3DS, um, it'll fit just fine. It'll just have that uh, tab space a little open. Yeah. But come on! Like, <laughs> it's not gonna play. I, I mean, have you seen... The, the DS graphics lately, after you, uh, if you played the 3DS, come on. Uh, that's so funny. Just, those questions are so typical in retail. Uh, You'll never get away from them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, that that kind of irked me today. Um, uh, on one hand, I'm surprised that they're not flying off the shelves because that's how Nintendo consoles are. But at the same time, it's like it's not. A new new device, like it is, but it quite not quite is. It's like it's still uh, connected to this legacy series of games. Right. I don't know. I I don't know. I, I need to. I want to check mine and see if they sold out or if it's they're sitting on a bunch too. And if they're sitting on a bunch, you're gonna buy one. Ooh. <laughs> next paycheck. Next paycheck. <laughs> we'll see. Anyway, it's now time for mail time. Mail time. Mail time. Here's the meal that never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wag And the first question comes from Major Moses. What single player and multiplayer game do you think you are best at? Not necessarily your favorite. It's a good question. My single player game that I am best at is the original Pokemon Pinball for Game Boy Color. Yeah, that's right. A game that was rocking the... Put the one AAA battery in there, and it was a rumble pack, and your Game Boy rumbled. <laughs> um, I remember that. I remember getting billions and billions of points, because the key, if you ever played it, is you get to the Mewtwo stage, and like every hit is just a ton of points. Don't clear the Mewtwo stage, whatever you do. Don't do it. It is much more reasonable... To you know, keep going at the Mewtwo stage because you just rack up the points that way, and that's that's how you roll. I mean, I've I think I've gotten Mew a couple times, and that's 
pretty hard to do in that game. Um, but yeah, single player, it's Pokemon Pinball. I think I've said that for a while. Like, if I've ever, you know, quote-unquote thought, like, I was really good at a game, it'd be Pokemon Pinball for Game Boy Color. The Ruby Sapphire version for Game Boy Advance, not so much. It's a little more sensitive. Um, multiplayer game, I suck at all of them. (laughs) I'm not that good at multiplayer games, except trivia games. I will... I'm not going to say destroy you. Trivial Pursuit? Yeah. Yeah. Well, except the Trivial Pursuit for Wii U is so bad. (laughs) It's so bad. (laughs) But, uh... (laughs) But the real board game, I mean. Oh, the real board game? Hell yeah, yeah. For sure. I'm terrible at those kind of... Knowledge games, I cannot do. That is is my forte. So, multiplayer games... Who was the fourth president that had blue hair and... uh, I don't know, and... It's Stinko Man! (laughs) (laughs) Blue hair, you gotta have the blue hair. (laughs) just yeah that kind i mean if i ever play those with friends i'll only get it if it's a scientific question like if you know if it's a you know techie geeky electronic (laughs) or science you know oh yeah i'll jump all over it but the the instant it enters world history or geography or anything i'm like (laughs) (laughs) i'm smart i'm a geography beast yeah beast I don't know what countries neighbor what countries. Once you get outside of U.S., I know we touch Canada and parts of Mexico, and that's about it's it. It's our hat and our boot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we touch Italy somewhere. I don't know. <laughs> what about you? What are your best single and multiplayer games? Uh, my best multiplayer game, I'll just get out of the way, was Melee. Probably yes, still is. You do. It's the only you game play that competitively. I took, yeah, it's the only game I took seriously to the point of, like, you know, Insane 12-hour Smash Fest, insane 12-hour, or not 12-hour car rides, more like 5-hour, 6-hour car rides, two tournaments, rode a plane to a tournament, you know? Mm-hmm. I lived the life. That I'm uh, That's my best game by far, because it's obviously the one I invested my life in. Yep. I wish I could say StarCraft 2, but I'm pretty bad, so mm-hmm. don't think I'm good at that game. <laughs> I just play it because it's fun! Um, but single-player... Uh, I know I'll probably regret this answer later, but just the one that pops in my mind, Metroid Prime. Like, I really take pride in finding those combos that work out to where the enemy just does not get a moment to shoot or yeah. breathe or whatever. I'm like, you know, hide behind the corner, prepare the missile, prepare the charge, prepare the, you know, whatever else. You know, step missile, out, lock, missile shoot, cancel, roll, missile cancel, dodge. yeah. Yeah, missile can- all this stuff in a <laughs> row. Just like, and they don't, they don't get a second. They're just, their hit points are all gone. And I'm just like, you know, the whole blow the gun off the cannon thing, and then, like, you know, eat it. I, I love Metroid Prime for that, just figuring out how to kill things really effectively. <laughs> FYI, you know? just saying, uh, for Nintendogs, with the AR cards, and they have a Samus AR card. Oh, God. You can put a Samus card, and your dog will pop up with a Samus helmet on. That's awesome. That and you can take happy. a picture, and it is awesome. <laughs> um, yeah. I think my favorite combo has to be ice plus missile, dude. And Which then they like patched tr- out, by the way. It's not fair. Not fair that they took it out in trilogy. That's ridiculous. Not but fair. I stick to the Virgin GameCube version. It, that's go. how it was meant to be. You you dive out, you freeze them, then you throw a sh- throw a missile. They're gone. So that's gone. Not- so satisfying. Just that shattering glass. <laughs> it's like you're dead. <laughs> combo breaker. Next question from Fuxbox, I mean Fuzzbox99. 
<laughs> That's right. It is it is canon now. How do you think NGP will be compared to the 3DS? <laughs> Critical, financial, and from your own opinion, feature wise. You want me to answer? Go for it. <laughs> um, frankly, it won't do well at all. There will always be Ooh, an audience. Hating. Hating on the hating. Hate. hate is gonna hate. What? I'm gonna sip on some haterade right here. Um, it there'll always be an audience that just you know laps up the good graphics. You know, oh, the graphics are so pretty, and the, the power, the processor, so powerful. I just love it. Oh, I love, you know, I love that hardware, or whatever. And so they'll they'll always be in business in that respect, mm-hmm. but they haven't learned their lesson in terms of the best graphics don't win the generations. But they keep doing it. Sony's just like, we need more graphics, we need more processors, and we need more shader units and whatever else. <laughs> you know, they just they, they just hoard the features and the power, and yet they're getting stomped. And again, it's just so funny because you look at history, and it's true like almost every single time. You know, like PS2, it was the weakest by far. Horrible, horrible specs, but it dominated. We horrible, horrible specs. Dominated. DS, way weaker specs than PSP. Dominated. You know? Mm. It's like, you'd think they'd get, the, you know, they get to the point where, like, let's just release a bad system. Just, <laughs> you know, see what happens, and they'd probably sell more. Like, you know, it's like, you gotta innovate. You gotta do something different. You can't just come out and say, look, it's a PS3 in your hand. Well, that's cool, but so what games are you gonna give me, and, you know, why would I want to buy it? Um, so Major in all Mo- the categories, I think 3DS will dominate. Just Major Moses says, I thought you said a few episodes that they were trying to market a separate market, to a separate market. Um, well, they will. That's what I was trying to say with, you know, there will always be people who want that. And it's it's fair game for them to target that and say, you know, we're not targeting the same audience Nintendo is. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, since we're comparing numbers, since we've bought it up, I think Nintendo will sell a lot more. You know, that's just... That's just the way it rolls. So, um, critical. I think the mainly the people who review games are going to you know eat it up as far as you know hardware stuff goes because I wrote up a little thing about my issues with some people who were reviewing the 3DS and I had some issues when I thought like you know there were. Kind of, there were some workarounds, and I. What can I say? Like, and they're saying it's too expensive. It's, it's 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 the cool thing to hate Nintendo. Yeah, they've been doing it since day one. You know, all the the Wii controls are so terrible. They're so terrible. Mm-hmm. They're gimmicky. Like, I think um, they make good games. Well, no, they're gimmicky in this game. The, some features are missing. It'll be patched soon. Yeah. Um, I'll just wait for 3DS Lite. Yeah. By definition of knowledge, you don't know that it will happen. Yep. You can think that it will happen, and you can use past history to believe <laughs> it'll happen, but by the definition of knowledge, you don't know that it will happen. Unconfirmed and if you're willing to wait if you're willing to wait two years, be my guest. It's not deconfirmed, but it is unconfirmed. <laughs> there you go. That is there's a difference. <laughs> yes. Deconfirmed means confirmed to not exist, as Panda so eloquently defined it mm-hmm. in that episode. He's like, "What is?" He's like, "What is deconfirmed?" He's like, def- "Confirmed to not be it." <laughs> like, good stuff. Um, the battery life, yeah, the battery life is probably like the biggest gripe. But 
you're you're rendering two screens at the same time. Nintendo could have gone the Apple route and said, once your battery dies, you're done. You got to buy a whole new thing. But the battery is well, removable. And and quick survey to uh, all DS owners in the chat audience: How many of you like have lots of situations where you absolutely positively cannot plug in? And I'll answer it first. Like almost never. I'm always in a car with a car charger. Or I have my wall charger and I'm at a building with an outlet. Yeah, or like, you know, how much have you ever played on DS in one sitting? I think maybe three hours is my max in yeah, one sitting. And exactly. Like that like at first it sounds bad. You're like, oh my gosh, the battery life's so low. Like, but yeah, you you have power around you almost all the time. I, I really can't think of the last time where I like, oh I wanna play and I don't have a power source. I just have to live on the battery for right now. Maybe if you go camping but even then, you can go to the car, and there's a car charger there to fill it back up. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's kind of a, a moot point at, right. at this stage. So. so as far as, you know, critical PSP goes, I'm, I'm wondering how some of these similar complaints will be carried over because I have a feeling that the reviewers are going to go gaga over the specs and yeah. say, you know, first off that, you know, in opening reviews that this is great, this is an amazing machine, OLED touchscreen, touchscreens on the front and back, you know, HD graphics in my hand, I love it. What? Um, (laughs) But as far as that goes, you're absolutely right. Where are the games? The reason PSP failed is because you didn't have that third-party support. You hardly have any games. Um... Were one of the yeah was really one of the games that you were featuring was an Uncharted game that wasn't made by a Naughty Dog. Yeah, was that was that really what you were trying to show? I know Kojima is going to come up with something awesome. Kojima is fantastic. I've got faith that he's going to you know have something great. And yeah, maybe like maybe even the God of War people are are going to come up with something. I, I can't yeah. even think of. Even though I just recently played the games, I can't even think of that studio right now. Uh, no, it was Sony. Derp! It was with Sony Computer Entertainment, um, and then yep. the financial um, really depends on the price. Um, it's going to be a lot. It is going to be a lot. What was the feature set again? It's like did they say Wi-Fi and 3G? Or There's going to be a Wi-Fi model and a 3G model, and so there are obviously going to be two different price points. Uh, there were rumors that you know recently floating around that it's going to be was going to be 300 and 350. If that if that is true, that actually sounds low. That but. is really pretty tempting, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm not being a hater. Um, I'm just going with recent trends. I think a 3G model is going to be at least four hundred dollars. Yep. I'm five five hundred ninety nine US. Are you kidding me? Five hundred ninety nine. You're US never going to live that down because as great as it was. <laughs> 590 600 bucks? <laughs> really? Really? Real video game system. Uh, but it has Blu-ray. Yay. I'm <laughs> uh, um, just to read over the uh, the responses. I kind of ignored the survey after asking it. People said they have situations on uh, airplanes as the most common one, mm. but people have ridden on trains, people have been on trips, but people have been in school. Uh, lots you're, of you're playing your 3ds in school. <laughs> yep, <laughs> I would. <laughs> um, let's see, I'm scrolling around. I lost track of it, but yeah, there, there's a 
there's a couple places that you kind of play with that charging, but even then you're not stuck in that place, mm-hmm. you know, playing continually for more than a few hours. Yeah. Maybe if you're flying from Maine to California, you know, you might last the full five hours, but even then, you know, you might get tired of it and just take a break, so. Mm-hmm. And you get to watch Adam Sandler movies on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Feature-wise, you know, if I have money, I'm tempted with NGP. Um, and that, again, depends on the price. And the um, games. But we're, we're going to see, you know, how some of these complaints carry over. And if it's just, you know, haters going to hate Nintendo. Or- you know, if, if Sony wanted to pull a cheap shot, if they put the Final Fantasy VII remake onto it, that would be like the only thing that would like shake me to be like, mm, maybe I want one. Oh, sure, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, they could, they could have been yeah. planning it all along. Because you know they're they're clearly not going to deliver the PS3 one. And any time the creators are interviewed about, it, they're always like, yeah, we we talk about it, but there's nothing in the in the pipe about it. Mm-hmm. We talk about, it, we think about it, but there's nothing in the pipeline. Nothing. <laughs> and you know, you know, they're they're probably working on it and probably for the NGP. That's probably a good point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last question comes from Darker Eye. Kicking in the front seat or sitting in the back seat? You've got to make your mind up. Which seat do you take? Obviously, the back seat. You dumb girl. There is no room in the front seat. What are you thinking? <laughs> People are already calling it in the in the chat. My hand is a dolphin. <laughs> bon, 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 bon. Everybody's rushing. <laughs> Just so you guys know, go find the original video on YouTube, and you will find the most beautiful number of dislikes on a YouTube video you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like they have that little now now on YouTube they have that little color bar. Yeah. <laughs> which it's either green or red depending on how, how many dislikes or likes there are it's like all red you can like barely see a green sliver on the left <laughs> it's just or on the right I don't know which direction it goes but it's just like everyone's like dislike 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 <laughs> and she's gonna make another one what <laughs> it's true yeah. sugar found what was it, a tweet what did a you find tweet. yeah a tweet says uh that she's working on another one. And her exact quote was, if this you one's about Saturday. Video, then you're going to really hate my next music video. Yeah. Oh, my God. It could have been fake, but I don't know. That's what I read. It was part of the tweet um, trending. Yeah. Correct. Rebecca Black. Oh, wow. She should be on American Idol. Yeah, I think the video that made me the most sick to my stomach was... The feature that Rebecca Black had on Good Morning America. And they got the same reporter who did like the whole Charlie Sheen interview where he was doing like the duh winning by winning. Um and like the same the same reporter and you know she was on Good Morning America talking about like you know, like what are the the mean comments like you know get to you and she's like, Oh no, they're blah blah blah, I'm talking like BS out of my butt. And she's like, I like to think I'm a pretty good singer. And they show her, like, singing the Star Spangled Banner. And uh, I, I'm, I'm going to try to emulate it, but 
I, I'm gonna fail because I would probably do it right. Um, like by the dawn's early light, when she like the early light when it's she she's like a half step off. <laughs> it, would, it would be like by the dawn's early light. It's like a natural there. Yeah, but she, does, she does the one half step up, so it's flat. Early light, and it's, it sounds like her like singing voice isn't that bad, but then like she has that in there, and it's like oh, nah, it's that nah. bad. And then the best part, no, no, the second best part. Well, the second, the second best part of that Good Morning America clip is where she's doing like the little unplugged thing with like all the little her friends in there, and they're all going like party and party, and everyone's like yeah, party and party, yeah. And the best part is when the best part is when she interviews the mom. And, like, I had an angry tweet about it and all that. Mrs. But, like, Black. yeah, Mrs. Black, you know, she asked the whole, like, you know, what do you think about these negative comments about, you know, your daughter? And she's like, you know, I, I could have killed some of them, but, you know, I'm, I'm a better person than that and blah, blah, blah. I'm thinking, like, wait, you're the lady who paid a couple thousand dollars to this ARC Media company to make your daughter famous and you're clearly like trying to live out your own dreams that never happened through your daughter by paying money like crazy and you're you're now thinking that doesn't go unpunished in the world of karma or whatever <laughs> actually i mean god is god is smiting you for taking the selfish route out that's what he's doing oh my gosh it's so true it's just yeah. Friend, uh, defend. I just remember that, uh, like when when Sugar and I watch American Idol, one of the things we always discuss is like, you know, we always tell certain people, "You have bad friends. You have very dishonest friends." And like, you know, my friends say that I'm the best singer they've ever heard. <laughs> and you know, like, yeah, or my family members, yeah, or relatives, yeah, like, yeah. oh my gosh, they say I'm the best singer they've ever heard. And they get the judges don't and they're like, um, you. don't ever sing again. And they're like, they're wrong. I'm going to go prove them wrong. I'm the best singer in the world. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to prove Oh, of course. We. I know. It's just, and it's, seriously, we, we always just say, like, you have bad friends. You have friends that are hi- either hiding it from you or they've never heard a good singer in their life and they think you're decent. Like, it's just, and I don't know. I think that's kind of in play here where it's just like, wh- whoever's idea it was to put you out there yeah you don't owe them any favors i'll tell my friends if they're tone deaf i'm trying to look exactly i mean if they're just singing just casually you know sure i'll say oh yeah it sounded pretty good i guess they're (laughs) like i'm gonna go compete that's when i'll lay down the (laughs) okay no no. you are terrible don't try it i am raffling by how bad it is (laughs) terrible Era bad, whatever you want, whatever word you want to pick. Mm-hmm. Oh, it it really is. It just makes you wonder. It's like, what are your friends telling you? They're lying. <laughs> they want they're, they're protecting your feelings, and ironically, that's going to lead to a lot more hurt feelings <laughs> in the near future. Oh. And on that note, we've kind of ran out of things to talk about on the outline. <laughs> so. Great darker eye. So I'm going to go play more 3DS. Um, 
having people come over and it'll be a 3DS party. Who wants to play StarCraft with me? Yeah. Any takers? Wait, what were we talking about? Developers Showdown, Bioware, Blizzard, Valve. I've Mojang. never heard of Mojang. That's just that's the name of the group that makes Minecraft now. Oh, okay. They started in a name because it was it was just Notch, and then yeah. he hired other guys. Now they're Mojang or Mojang. I don't know. it. I forgot. Oh, right. Um, friend codes. Well, that's kind of important. On the Show Me Your News forum at showmeyournews.com slash forum, if you want friend codes of Sminja's and my friend code and Sorty's friend code, and we have Pokemon friend codes now because we can finally connect. Um, in our video games section, there is a sticky thread called SMYN Friendless Archive, and we're going to be posting there after the show. And you should check it out and... We'll add you, and we'll be all cool. We're, we're buddies and friends and virtual. <laughs> so, yeah, anything else you want to add, Buzz? Nope. I think that about covers it. I'm going to go watch uh, Brock's dub of Rebecca Black again. Because it's not Friday, Friday. <laughs> no, it's it's Friday, Friday. Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Partying, partying, yeah. Partying, partying, yeah. Fun, 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 fun. fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was like the boys, like, get the fuck over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Seriously, like, there's no room in the front seat. <laughs> if there's not a question. Uh, maybe she's going to kick one of them out and move him to the back or something. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? You know where she should go? Put her in the trunk. <laughs> Put her in the trunk. <gasps> Is it Saturday yet? Party <laughs> into the weekend? <laughs> oh, man. Too good. Too good. And with that, I am Yoko. And I'm the Buzzsaw. And we are out for this week. Thank you for listening. Friday! Wait. No, right now it's Sunday! Sunday! <laughs> and we're gonna do the one more. <laughs>